When I met Tara Serigliano, she didn't have a photography business yet. She was so new that she hadn't even named her business or I think decided if she was going to make a business, but she believed in her heart that it was possible to make a viable income as a portrait photographer. Within weeks, Tara had not one, but two Julie's, those are clients, over $1,000. Hers totaled over $1,100 each. Today, you'll hear how this new photographer built her boutique portrait photography business and her income while still learning to use her camera. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. And I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Tara, I'm so excited that you are here. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Yeah, I love your story so much because so many photographers listen to this podcast and are working in their business just as something they love to do. I think they see it as a side a side hobby or a fun thing. And they don't stop to consider as, oh my gosh, this could be a career for me. I could actually make money at this pretty quickly. Yes. And so I want everyone to sort of hear your story and your journey of how you got from not being a photographer, having a different career, moving cities and, and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to start a photography business. Okay. So where where were you in your life before you had that epiphany? I was, well, it was the middle of a pandemic. It was COVID. And I had been working with a wedding photographer as like an assistant carrying bags and, and sometimes taking some pictures or trying. I was learning. I was teaching myself. I had always had a love for photography. I had taken a course in high school, which was now years past. Um, I had taken a course in my twenties and I, um, just loved doing it and was the, you know, obsessive picture taker of, uh, my family and always took pictures of everyone, but I never even, I never really considered it as, as a, a job because I just felt like, I felt like that weird, like, it's not a real job. Like you can't make money yeah. doing this. Yeah. Um, what was your re real job? My real job was I was, um, I've had a couple, but most of them were in television production. I was an audience uh, producer for a network here in New York. And I bartended for 14 years on the side. I mean, I always had like a side hustle and, um, always did little things, uh, all, all different kinds of jobs, especially as my kids were getting, bigger. I have a 12, a 10 and a six-year-old now. Um, and, uh, when I was pregnant with my third, my husband and I decided that we were going to move. I was living in Queens in New York city and that we were going to move and we we're going to move home and buy a home where I grew up, which was about an hour North. Um, well that left me without a job. And so after that, I still did do some of the freelance television production, but I was taking care of a baby 
and never really found my groove. Of course, taking random pictures of them, but not again as a job. And I kind of fell into working with another photographer who happened to be my cousin and helping them out. But during COVID, I wasn't doing anything. I was home with my kids like most people and, and, you know, playing games and doing puzzles, teaching them from home. Yeah. We all got sent home. Didn't we? So, so you were helping out this, this family member doing some, some backup shooting or second shooting and doing a little bit here and there at that time, were you like, Oh, this is just something fun to do. You hadn't really considered like, Oh, what if I did this? You know what it was, Sarah? It was fun and I loved it, but the trade-off for the money was never, I couldn't ever figure out how someone could make a living. And I would come home like in tears because the things would take me, I did a few mini sessions, shoot and burn, and I would come home and it would take me literally sitting. There was one, this is a horrible story, but there was one year that I decided I'm going to start and try to do this. And I did the mini sessions with her and I sat from Thursday to Sunday, did not leave my living room, literally trying to edit and trying to teach myself really how to do it. And in my head, I was thinking, this doesn't make any sense. Like I would never, ever have a life outside of this. So this is not an option for me. Like I can't, in that moment, I was like, I hate this. I can't, there's no way that I could raise my family. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to them. Yeah. Um, But I did love, I obviously loved taking pictures. I loved, you know, dealing with clients. Yeah. When you were sitting there in those three days, do you remember a moment where one of your kids was like, Hey mom, like, I I think those are the things that haunt me where they're like, mommy, can we do this or that? You're like, no, I'm editing. I mean, did you ever have a moment like that? The worst part about that is I did not have that moment. And the reason I didn't was because my husband took my kids to my in-laws for those days because I knew how hard it was going to be for me. And that I couldn't, I couldn't have any distractions. Like I needed to get this done because it was, you know, it was a Christmas mini session and I had to get them done in time. And the whole time you're telling yourself, I hate this. Hating hating it, hating every second of it. Thinking (laughs) of your kids and your husband, like running outside and playing and baking cookies. Oh, not brutal. And you're seeing their image after hour after hour and your back hurts. And you're like, And not even happy with what I was like, how I was doing it because I really was learning. Like, and I was just getting frustrated with myself and where I was in my life. Yeah. Cause you don't have the skill set maybe that you needed and no time to learn it. Cause you're like, uh, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. So you're building this life and you'd shut the door on photography because you're like, this is not a career I want. Like this would never be a career. I don't want to do this. I hate this. This is terrible. Yep. I I just couldn't. I didn't have enough hours in the day. There was no way that $250 every three weeks was going to cut it. Yep. Yep. So what changed that? So what changed that was meeting you. I mean, I, and I couldn't for the life of me, if you paid me a million dollars, tell you how I met you, except that <laughs> it came across a Facebook feed literally about a week after I had stopped working with the other photographer. It was still the pandemic. It was uh, September, 2020. and I. I I wasn't looking for anything yet. I wasn't in that like panic, like, what am I going to do for a job? Um, I knew that I would have to find a job, but it didn't, nothing was in my brain. Like I literally was like, okay, it's kind of like a clean slate, but I got, I'm going to go do something, probably get a bartending job, do something in the restaurant industry because that's what I had been doing. Um, And I came across one of the, it was pain-free pricing and I signed up not ever knowing if I had seen you before. I don't even think I took it all in. And so I signed up for it thinking, well, 
I had had, let me go back for one second. I had had moments working with the other photographer where I had said out loud to them, like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, don't people want help doing this? Like the things that you bring to the program were things that I had thought before. Like, why aren't these things being printed? Why, you know, these people don't know how to do this. So I think something in the pain-free pricing to me thought, well, let me just do it. It's, it doesn't cost anything. It's just going to cost my time and, and it's, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. So that was a five day free challenge. We do every, maybe once a year where we go through pricing and we, we talk about all these bigger picture things of how you make money, but also like you said, how you serve the clients. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting that you had that question of like, why aren't we helping them with this? Cause it's kind of hard to do. Right. Well, it's funny because the response that I had gotten at that time was people don't do that. We don't, that's not what people do. And it, I've always had that mentality of like, well, isn't that why you should do it? Like somebody yeah. should be doing it. Right. Yeah. So I didn't think too much of it at the time. This is all like looking back now thinking, um, but I did that pain-free pricing. And I think during that time, something in me ignited and I was convinced that like I could, if it was going to be this different way with supportive people, because I had been led to believe that the photography industry in my area was very negative towards each other. And I think just seeing the camaraderie and like people helping and being positive about it. And that the fact that you could do it was enlightening to me. And I started to have thoughts that then I thought I wasn't, shouldn't have been having, like you can run a business. You can't run a business. What, what are you talking about? You won't even have a business. You can't just pick up a camera and just go, I'm going to do this. I'm literally laughing so hard. You said, I started having thoughts I shouldn't be having. Yeah. And I was like, where's she going with this? Like, uh, and then she's like, I can't have a business, which I think that's so adorable because so many people think that like, wait, why, why, why is my mind going this way? But, but why, like, why, why do people think that they can't? That's what that's now looking back. I'm going, what made me think that not me, like it was okay for somebody else, but not me. Cause I look at other people and I'm like, do they know more than me? What do they know that I don't know? Because I don't feel like this is for me or that I am good enough to do this. Yeah. Yeah. What about the framework? Was that appealing to you to say, oh my gosh, somebody's done this before me and created a system that I oh can just gosh. boom, boom, boom. That was, that was the key to me. Um, when I decided to move forward and, and work in a boutique photography business and, and study under you, I decided that it was this or nothing. I have said it for the last however many years. I've said to my husband, if I stopped doing it this way, I wouldn't do it. One, because I don't believe in it the other way. And I, re I didn't realize that was the disconnect. I don't, I can't stand meeting someone in a park for 15 minutes. Hi, introduce yourself leave them and then send them something over the internet and not see them again. Like, where did all that artwork go? Like, what did they do with it? Like, did, is it sitting on their computer or did they, is it gorgeous in their home? Like that part of it never sat right with me. Yeah. 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 So you started learning the system. So I love this because you weren't someone who had had this big background. You were new, even in your editing skills and you didn't have workflow and you didn't have any of those systems, which we don't even really teach, but right. you have to learn quickly because you're, you're out there getting a client. How did that feel as you're learning the system? And we're like pushing you out there to go get that client. What, what was going through your mind in that so time? At the time when I decided that I was going to do it, I was very excited, but very nervous. I still, up until the point of starting the business and doing all that, I 
honestly, throughout months and still some days I'm like, am I so, is this, am I doing this? Am I running a business? Um, so it was exciting. It was stressful, but I never questioned that it was what I was supposed to be doing. I have a, you know, I'm a very like person who questions a lot of things and I, I sit on things too long and I procrastinate, but when something tells me that, yes, something about this is good, I usually go for it. And this was, this was in that realm, like something about it said to me, you were looking for this. You didn't like what you were doing. And this is somebody who already did all of it and can show you the way like that whole, that whole structure of that made it, the framework of that was, was amazing to me. Like it was almost like checklists and I work well over checklists. Well, and it's feedback, right? Cause you had to pick a name. Oh my right? gosh. Yes. You had to get a, a logo in your brand and all the things, which is, I love with new photographers because you hadn't changed your name three times and working with different right. logos. Like you got to do it right from the first, from the very beginning. Do you feel like that was nice? Cause it's, it's it was- scary. Because you don't know, but amazing. I don't know if I would have started it without somebody to, to bounce it off of, because I probably wouldn't have known where to go. I probably would have went into like a word document, wrote my name and started printing it places. Like it's horrible, but like, I don't, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I also have learned so much, not only about business, but through learning about business and following other people and being inspired by other people. I've learned so much about myself that I almost feel like if nothing else came out of owning a business, that that was, that's been worth it. It's really been enlightening. The change in yourself and the skills yeah. you've built that will take you into anything you do, which is very totally. cool. Yeah. Okay. So you're going along, you, you name your business. You're yep. like becoming this real business. I say that in air quotes, right? Cause yeah. we are still hiding people. though. I was still hiding from like friends and family. I was, nobody knew what I was doing. Cause you were thinking, I don't, if I fail, I don't want them to know. So you right. thought you'll just do this two month program in, in private. And, and nobody will know the difference. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So you're kind of doing it in secret, which I, I think is cool. Cause I was. Once you besides it- my husband, my husband knew and you know, my best friends knew, but, and they were huge supporters. Um, even when I wasn't, but yeah, I was kind of doing it in secret. Okay. So I still you- I'm in a little in secret from some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you go out there and you get a client or two clients. Did you get both of your clients at the same time? So I kind of got one accidentally. I got the first one. They are, one is the mother of the other one. So yes, um, I get the, the person who I got my first sale from the sales were in the same night, but when I originally had, um, the appointments with them, it was more like, well, we're doing this for our family and my mom and dad are just going to be in the pictures. And I said to them, well, do you think your mom and dad want, would want artwork as well? And no, no, they'll probably want like an eight by 10 and they're just, we want them to be included. Okay. No problem. So I never even thought too much about it, but when I met them, they're adorable couple and they lived in a house that his, the grandfather's parents owned. And I'm like, I can't be here. I was at their house and like next door, I was like, I can't be here and not take pictures of this. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, yeah. have you guys ever had pictures taken? Nah, not really. I was like, okay, sit there on that bench, do this, right? And um, I ended up putting together a little, in the presentation that I put together to, to for, uh, during the ordering appointment, I also put like a collection together of the grandparents. I'm like, who can, it? they're so adorable. I was like, I said, I want this in my house. Like, I don't even know you yeah. really well. And I would yeah. put this in my house. And they fell in love with it. The grandfather who's like 75 years old said to me, as I was doing the appointment, he's like, well, we have to have that. 
I was like, yes, you do have to have that. Yeah. (laughs) They took things off their wall to put it in the location that they wanted it. So you're sitting there in this presentation, which I think is surprising when people learn this system that they always think, oh, I'm going to be so nervous and that's hard. Was that a fun appointment where you're helping them place their order? It was nerve wracking because it was my first one, but it's now very exciting because I know, well, I think I know that they're going to love them because, you know, I've learned about them and I've, and I know what they're looking for and I feel like I know them a little bit. So I, I know, you know, when you got their personality, Yeah, yeah. it's exciting when you get to see their face, um, when they see them. So I was excited for this appointment, but there was more nerves than normal because it was my first one, but I left like on cloud nine because they were like, you know, crying and loving it and want to watch it again. And and so over a thousand dollar order and it was two, it was 1175 and 1169. Wow. So over like $2,200, your first time out, what were you thinking as you left there? Uh, I was thinking that they were going to call me and change their mind. (laughs) I was thinking that that was a fluke. That's not going to happen again. I was thinking a lot of things and actually in true transparency, it was the one was a little less when I left, it was uh, about a hundred, $200 less because the husband, she knew she wanted something else, but her husband wasn't there. So when she got home, I called her back and showed the husband over zoom. And then they, they purchased the last two, like eight by tens or whatever things they had to add on for his parents or somebody. Um, so yeah, I was, I was thinking that that was, yeah, great. I did that once. That's not gonna happen again. Well, but you still did it, right? Did you I come did. Home and tell your husband, dude, this weird thing happened. It won't happen again. Like, I was what, like what did you say? She was him? right. Actually, is what I said. I was like, it did work. What'd he say? He, he was like, he was surprised. Let's, I'm going to be honest. He was surprised because he knows the value, but he didn't think people would buy into that because I also come from a family who did everything themselves. Like we didn't pay people to do stuff. So for somebody to come in and say, I'm going to put this together for you. Even I at first was like, who's going to do this? Everybody can do this for themselves. And what I'm learning is no, no, they cannot. (laughs) They cannot do it. Or they just don't want to. I mean, I have um, a a kitchen and a grocery store and I can go buy all the ingredients, but I still like to go out to dinner and have it prepared and served and done better than I could do myself. Right. And I don't have to do the work. And it causes a lot of people stress trying to pick the right art and what size should it be and what it should be framed or not framed. Like we get better at that. And so we're able to help them more than they can just guess on their own. Yeah. And that first time I was doing a lot of guessing. I had never, you know, I had taken some pictures, but I had never framed something for somebody. One of them ordered a canvas, one of them ordered a frame. And I kind of, I was like, I'm just going to do whatever I know. And I left and I came out and I was like, okay, guess I got to find a framer. Cause I just told them I can frame stuff. That is so great. Imperfect action beats perfect inaction, yes. right? You did it yes. and you learned it and, and they paid you. Like That's you got right. paid to learn something new, which is amazing. They paid me and they loved it. And they thank me. I've seen them now out in public and they just gush over the fact that they love it. I'm like, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. How do your kids feel about this new career? So my kids think it's the coolest thing ever. When I go to an IPS, which is an in-person sales appointment, they, um, presentation, they sing a little Julie song. They do a Julie chant for me. Um, because that was working for a while and they think it's hilarious. So then I'll walk in the door and they'll be like, how'd you do? Did, what did they buy? <laughs> Oh, they do a Julie chant. That warms my heart. That is precious. 
and we celebrate think- after big sales. <laughs> yeah. So they're understanding, like you're doing hard things. That yes. is so cool to show your kids. How do you feel about yourself and the person you're showing up in the world as since you've embraced, like I'm a business owner, I'm a professional photographer. You know, I think it took me a while, um, to show up in my community. I was forcing myself and I still, I'm, I doesn't sound like it, but I am an introvert. And so when I go out, I like to stand away from people and not, you know, I, I'm not the first person that walks out and says, Hey, my name's Tara and I'm a photographer. Um, it took me a long time to actually say that word. Um, and now I feel more confident in myself. I feel more confident in my business and my abilities. Um, I know from proven facts now that I can deliver on what I'm, what I'm promising. The first few times I wasn't sure, you know, but I said it anyway, and and I just made it work. Um, I'm proud of the person that I'm becoming for my kids. They see what I'm doing and that I can, I find that, you know, I always wanted to help people and I never knew what my, my path in life was going to be to do that. And now I see how I can do that. And I, and it's, you know, I can see people's reaction and it's like an instant, even just sending clients a little bit of love sometimes, whether it's, you know, on a text or on a, a, you know, a video message or, or a note. I mean, the responses are, are crazy. Like people are just so moved by the fact that people, there's somebody one behind the camera and that they actually care and they care to get, give their family an experience that is not, you know, it's above, it's, it's, it's above and beyond what, what most people are willing to do. Yeah. And, and they feel loved and then they feel confident in the artwork because you've held their hand the whole time. You're not just like pick an image and this is the giant price and good luck, right? right? You're like giving them so much confidence. So you do have a relationship with them, which is what you were craving right? when you were helping out that other photographer and wondering like, who's printing these? Well, it's, uh, the other thing is that like, you want to, you want to help these people and you feel good that they're like appreciative and it's not for everybody. That's the other thing, but I haven't come in contact with anyone who it wasn't for that was negative about it. You know, people still appreciate your effort and appreciate, you know, what you're doing and what you're trying to do. So I do like that too. I think my, my initial fear was that this would be received by some people as like too expensive. And how could you possibly charge that if I can go over here and do this for so much cheaper? And like, they didn't, that, that people weren't going to see the value. But what I'm finding is that most people, whether they appreciate or, or, or actually value it themselves, they appreciate the effort and they find it refreshing for what, you know, the way that we're conducting business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am Tara, thank you for being here. And I'm so proud of the fact that you were like, Hey, I'm going to do this. And if not, I, I, I can still go get a job because you'd be surprised how many people sit in that place of like, I have some talent and some skill and I do love this and I want to help people, but they they're too afraid to go all in on themselves and give it a shot. What you know do you what, say? Sarah, I used to be that person. And I, I think, I don't know if it's age or what it is. And I'm not that old, but I don't know if it's age, but I just, I can't, I think you helped me to realize this too. Like maybe in that pricing challenge and through the years is that like, if you're not going to go in on yourself or believe in yourself, who the heck is nobody, you know, like I can have everybody telling me that, you know, what I'm doing is great, but until I'm willing to do that for myself, you're never going to believe it. And let me just say the community surrounding this whole process has been 
a driving force for me because they believe in you more than you believe in yourself most days and just kind of push you through. And I've met some of the most phenomenal people in my life that I never knew I was missing. And I don't know how I've gotten this long without um, because they're, they've literally helped me create my new reality. Yeah. And I think so many people are afraid to invest in something that maybe is just a dream, right? When you're investing in yourself, you made a significant investment in yourself. But and what's you the are- worst that's going to happen if maybe it is just a dream, but you'll never know. Yeah. You got to try it. Good point. And I at think least you are- can check it off. Yeah. I think people are afraid. Like I've failed before. Right. So not doing is, is less painful than doing and failing. I think people think, you know, I do think that. And honestly, I had a moment last week where I was talking to people and, and going through what we call the seven B's. It's like the initial conversation. And I had a whole day of a lot of no's, a lot of no's in all things, two, two, two full days actually of a lot of no's. And my first thought was, oh man, what am I doing? Like, is, am I really doing this right? And I sat with that for a minute. And then I was actually telling a bunch of friends who were also in in the program with me. I was like, you know what? This was an awesome day. And they're like, what? I was like, I am obviously doing something. People are saying no to me, which means I'm presenting and I'm, I'm talking to people and I'm giving them the opportunity and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing as a business owner. I'm, I'm working and they're saying no, and there's gotta be a yes coming. Because there can only be so many no's. Exactly. And you're getting better. You're going through the process and you're okay with that no, yeah. right? When maybe in the past, you'd be like, oh my gosh, if someone says no, I'm going to cry in the corner, but- It would have crushed like, me. Yeah. Yeah. And look at you now. You're like, I had a great day. Yeah, I know. And I, I was questioning like, who are you? Like, what has happened to you? That is amazing. That is amazing. Well, thank you for being here and sharing your story because I hate seeing people not go all in on this career and this ability to make money when they so easily can, and it fits right into their lives, right? It doesn't have to just be a hobby. No, it doesn't. And you know, whether it's this career or any career, if you're not going to try, it's never going to happen. Like you can't, you can't make something happen by sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. Or guessing, right. Right. Or guessing or assuming that it's not going to work, you know? And honestly that my husband said that to me when I started, he's like, when I, when I took, I ended up taking, you know, another program with you and his, his words, when I was worried about money and investing in myself, which is something that I normally wouldn't do. He said, well, what is the worst that's going to happen? You're going to be out this money, but you're going to have the answer that that wasn't for you. You know, it's just another yeah. Another path that you thought could work, but didn't. So, and, and obviously the opposite happened, which is what you hope for, but you'll yeah. never know if you don't try. Yeah. Some people go a couple, a year or two, three, sometimes in college and decide, you know what? I don't want to do that. Well, Hey, you've got the whole rest of your life better to find it out now. Yeah. Change yeah. Directions. And it's not, a, it's never a waste. Investing in yourself is never a waste. I don't believe. No, no I'm learning that you're teaching me that. And I'm, I'm grateful. I love it, Tara. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was fantastic. Thank you for having me and for all of your support. Hey, photographer, this is Sarah again. Really quick, I wanted to give you the chance to work with me for five days for free starting November 7th. You heard me right. I'm hosting a free challenge we call the five-day booking boost. It's the busy season for portrait photographers, but the economy is more uncertain than we've seen in recent years. 
This challenge is for you if you feel paralyzed by marketing, always second guessing yourself by putting it off. Hop over to the five day booking boost challenge right now at joyofmarketing.com forward slash booking boost. That's joyofmarketing.com forward slash booking boost. You'll get an hour of live daily challenge training with me, a printable challenge workbook that will help you find your ideal clients, support, encouragement, and accountability in our private Facebook group. No matter where you are in your photography business, this challenge is going to help you understand the strategy behind finding boutique clients and understand all the things you need to be successful in consistently getting bookings. Go online to joyofmarketing.com forward slash booking boost and join this next challenge.